notice I've been thinking a lot about transitions lately. Shifts in life. The long, slow turn into the new year. Some of it has been about change, loss, grief. Letting go. Moving on. Kids graduating from college this year on the cusp of the huge what's next. Still missing my parents who passed away many years ago already. Now and then still aching for a job that ended a decade ago, making progress with a new venture, including this podcast, yet restless for I'm not entirely sure. Through it all, I try to honor with deep gratitude the people, events, and experiences across my life that have anointed me with blessing. Some, admittedly, have left wounds that are slow to heal, scars that are slow to fade, For these, whatever gratitude I can summon sometimes seems infused with a bitter aftertaste. But, okay, enough of that. Through it all, I am also struck by a remarkable sense of openness, curiosity, anticipation, a spacious receptivity to what might want to emerge. I'm Chris Johnson. Welcome to Pause purpose, possibility. So, this episode is about transitions, about living in the changes, in the liminal, in-between spaces of our lives. And I hope you'll bear with me when I take what feels like a huge risk here and there in what's ahead. That is, I'm going to intentionally leave some gaps, some dead air, so to speak, which I won't edit out or fill with those little musical interludes we often insert between segments. You'll understand why as we go. The invitation will be for you to see what emerges in you, in the in-between, in the quiet. Maybe you'll find yourself pressing the pause button and lingering a bit over something you've heard. Maybe you'll skip ahead, knowing better than I do that your time is precious and wanting to get on to what's next. Whether you're inclined to reflect back or to lean forward, I also hope you'll experiment with just letting yourself be in it. These gaps will start short and grow somewhat longer as we go. Thanks for giving it a try. And thanks again for being here. I'll begin with a story of an experience I had a few winters ago. My stiff fingers opened the front hatch of the black cast-iron wood stove in the corner of the one-room cabin. In the dim early evening light, I lean in so that I can get a better look into the firebox where I will soon lay crumpled paper, twigs, and bark to start a much-anticipated fire, eager for its warmth to push back the deep chill. Among the cold, ashy remains of previous fires, I spot three curious mounds. What is that? Then I see, and I jerk back, startled. Somehow, three small birds have found their way down the chimney, even though the damper was closed, have become trapped in the stove, and died. (laughs) 
I take a deep breath or two. Reach in. Slowly lift each one out with the fingers of my right hand and lay them side by side in the palm of my left. Each one is about two, two and a half inches long, fuzzy, dark gray feathers such that they blend right into the ashes in the stove with short, sharp beaks. They are so incredibly light, as if hollow. Have they been in there long enough to have dried out? They feel lighter than breath in my hand. Very slowly I come to my feet, open the door, and step out onto the front porch of the cabin, all the while nesting these feathered husks in my palm. It's still snowing heavily out here, as it has been most of the day. In the softly ambient light, I step to the edge of the porch, kneel down, and ever so gently place the birds on the snow that frosts the forest floor. One by one. By morning, no trace of them remains. Maybe because they're covered now by several more inches of snow, or maybe because the forest has known all along what becomes of them next. On the day after my encounter with the birds, a wise friend reminded me of the power and importance of ellipses. In telling a story, he marked a crucial turn by saying dot, 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 verbally indicating the written device, dot, 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 that would signal a pause, an in-between space, the cusp or hinge between what has gone before and what's yet to come. His speaking them aloud, drawing them with his voice, dot, 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 immediately brought to my mind's eye the fuzzy gray mounds lying side by side across the palm of my hand, dot, dot, dot. Holding their hefty weightlessness was a palpable reminder of both the gravity the weight and the levity, the lightness of life, the fleeting transience of all things, the compelling but often ignored invitation within each moment to be here now and a whispered wondering about what might be next. It occurs to me that there is power in attending to the ellipses in our lives, dwelling in the turn from what was to what might be, just being in it for a while. In such threshold times, we are invited to honor, grieve, appreciate, and learn from what lies behind us, breathe in the often astonishing iridescent details of the here and now, and begin to turn to wonder about what's yet to come. 
In these ellipsis moments, we can hold in the palm of our hands, just like those tiny birds, the gifts and the wounds, the blessings and the regrets. And we can perhaps come to see more clearly which is which, while also seeing more deeply what they meant and might yet come to mean. And deep in the pause, the threshold, the ellipsis, deep within it is the thundering velvet now. My college choir director frequently reminded us that music is as much the rests between the notes as it is the notes themselves. And science tells us that matter is really energy. The stuff of our lives, the physical stuff that we can see and taste and hold and smell, is mostly empty space. And the charged relationships between subatomic particles that are constantly in motion. Okay, I'm a humanities person, so please bear with me when I'm trying to be sciencey. Point is that truly inhabiting a transition or ellipsis moment in life, rather than impatiently careening through it, can be a bit like, well, like basking in the hush of the night woods. Still enough to hear the whispered susurration of the snow. Like us, each flake is utterly unique, drawn by gravity and wind, providence and serendipity, to fall into its place, contributing its part to the wonder and beauty of it all, until, in the fullness of time, it vanishes with the turn of the season. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. The birds in the stove, and then in my palm, and then on the snow, are also becoming whatever needs to be next. The transition ellipsis times of our lives allow us first to look back, second, hold us in the moment, and then third, invite us to live into a more expansive imagination. These transition ellipsis moments make it possible for us to consider what we carry and then to lay what remains on the snowy forest floor to nourish the fragile and sacred tissue of life. These moments, these ellipses in our lives, show us the open doors and windows, the horizons and the vistas of what might be, what could be. These are the times where we might even dare to hope. Yes, these times, these transition ellipses in between times can evoke fear and hesitation and also aspiration and resolve, curiosity and courage. 
and they can remind us. Deep breath before the plunge to summon the better angels of our natures to accompany us beyond the threshold. Maybe those angels are small and light with soft gray feathers. As always, we leave you this time with some questions to ponder. What tender mystery are you holding in your hands or your heart right now? What transition do you find yourself in? How are you dwelling in an ellipsis time right now? What does it hold for you? What possibility might be opening? One more. Dot, dot, dot. I'm Chris Johnson, deeply grateful for who you are in the world and for your having been with us for another episode of Pause, Purpose, Possibility. Please spread the word and come back again next week 